Inconceivable! Give her to me. Catch up with us quickly. What do I do? Finish him. Finish him. Your way. Oh, good. My way. Thank you, Vincini. Which was my way? Pick up one of those rocks. Get behind the boulder. In a few minutes, the man in black will come running around the bend. The minute his head is in view, hit it with the rock! My way is not a sportsman like you. Live in three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Yah Real Good. Yeah. Yah. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And what we do on this podcast is we take one movie a week, we watch it, and then we review it for you, the listeners. And we have some fun, we gab about the movie. Chit chat. Some chit chat, if you will. Yep. And then we take somebody from that movie and roll it into another movie. Every Tuesday we have a new episode, so make sure you look up for that. And this month we are also doing special spooky spooky, spooky. bonus episodes. Uh, last week we did Hereditary, mm-hmm. and then coming up this Friday we'll be doing our review of A Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984, which is also available to watch on Max, mm-hmm. which Hereditary was. And my pick for next week is Beetlejuice, which is also available to watch on Max. Oh. Oh, maybe so Max just, should sponsor us. We're just taking it easy on everybody. <laughs> Max is killing the game. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huluween needs to step it up. So last yeah. last week's movie, mm-hmm. we did Mowage Story. We did. God, that sucked. From 2019. <laughs> Divorce Story. Divorce, Divorce Story, story. Yeah. yeah. And cr- then we took Chris's pick, and you took... Wallace Shawn in... The classic, The Princess Bride. Inconceivable oh, that you would do that. Inconceivable. Obviously, that was the first thing I wrote down in The Marriage Story, which is inconceivable. Yep. It's inconceivable you'd be in this movie. What do, we, what do we have for background on The Princess Bride? I mean, what what don't people know? So that's the thing. I didn't do a whole lot of background for it. Even the box office is whatever else. It has a massive cult following. It grew in popularity after the fact. It's like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's If you haven't seen the movie, you need to. It's a classic. Watch yes. it. Hmm. Available on Disney Plus. <laughs> You're welcome. Any Hughes, the box office. Uh, it was a modest success. It grossed thirty point eight million dollars in the U.S. and Canada, um, and sixteen million dollars. Oh, sorry, uh, and Canada uh, on a sixteen million dollar budget. So it almost doubled its gross. So, okay. Okay. Better um, than I thought it would be. Yeah. So I'm gonna do something I don't usually do for these ones. I'm going to wing the. Description to recap because okay. I don't usually do that. I usually just read it off of it. Might use some things for background, but again, I've seen this movie a lot, and I figure because it's a story that you know is being told, I'm like, I'll tell it like a story. Then. Yeah. So, I like it. young kid uh, from Chicago, the South Side of Chicago, <laughs> South Side. Uh, he's sick at home. Uh, he's playing some baseball on his Nintendo, and his uh, his mom brings his grandfather over to read him a story to make him feel better. So his grandfather reads him The Princess Bride, a uh, book that he has there. It's about Buttercup, a young woman who is uh, lives on a farm, uh, not very wealthy, but they do have a stable boy who they eventually grow to love each other. And she realizes this when he keeps saying, as you wish to her. But what he really means is, I love you. Wait, is this a kissing movie? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. 
There, there might be some kissing scenes, yes. So they want to get married, but uh, Wesley doesn't have any money because he's a farm boy. So he goes to try to win his fortune. And he goes, uh, uh, sails across the seas, tries to make some money. The ship that he's on gets attacked by the Dread Pirate Roberts ship, the Revenge. And Dread Pirate Roberts doesn't take any prisoners, so he's obviously dead. Uh, Listed as dead. It's five years later now, and Buttercup is unwillingly uh, betrothed to Prince Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the kingdom of Florin, uh, so it's a made-up land of Florin, and she doesn't want to marry the dude. And, you know, she's just like whatever else. He's like, well, you know what? I'm I'm the prince, and you have to do what I say anyway. So you're gonna marry me. You'll grow to love me. You'll learn. Uh, the only thing she does love doing is riding her horse. So she's off in the countryside riding her horse, and she gets kidnapped by uh, three people. Vincini is the the mastermind of it. Uh, he's a Sicilian. He is a Sicilian. <laughs> Uh, and then he also has uh, some brutes to help him out. He has uh, the giant, Fezzik, and then his uh, swordsman of uh, Inigo Montoya. Uh, he has a plot where he's going to pit Florin against their arch rivals across the sea of Gilder. So he kidnaps the princess. He's going to make it look like Gilder kidnapped her and killed her. And then they're going to fight each other and somehow he profits. So as he kidnaps her, he starts sailing away and there's a man in black chasing after her. The man in black catches up to them when they reach the Cliffs of Insanity. They climb up first, Man in Black follows, they get to the top, Man in Black ends up fighting Inigo Montoya, this epic battle, sword fighting back and forth. He ends up winning, but he just knocks Inigo out, and then continues on his search. Comes up and uh, comes up to Fezzik, the uh, the giant, the strong man. They have a battle, Man in Black wins that one too. Vincini thinks it's inconceivable, so he changes them to, uh, they do a battle of wits next. Uh, he uses odorless, tasteless, and scentless uh, Iocane powder in a battle of wits. Drink whichever cup I put this wine in, whichever one you want, and, you know, whichever one's poisoned, it's up to you. He dies, but it would... <laughs> <laughs> so, Vincini's dead. Uh, not very smart, apparently. Inconceivable. <clears throat> so now, uh, the Man in Black has the princess, and they're arguing back and forth. He's taking her to his pirate ship, obviously, all this kind of stuff. They go back and forth, they're arguing... While they're arguing, it comes out that he's mad at her for abandoning her love of her life. Uh, and she fights back, no, I, of course not, I, I don't love this prince, I, I've loved him the whole time, blah blah blah. It comes out that he actually is Wesley, the farm boy from before, who's not dead, dressed up the Dread Pirate Roberts. They reconcile, fall madly in love, but Humperdinck comes up and tries to take her back again. They run through the fire swamps to get away from him they finally make it to the fire swamps they get out of the fire swamps humperdinck catches up with them he takes wesley prisoner because she doesn't want harm to come to him if you promise to let you know no harm will come to him put him back on the ship and let him go i'll go with you he doesn't do that but he tells her he does that put him in the pit of despair hook him up to torture machine the wedding's coming closer buttercup doesn't want to marry humperdinck says hey i've changed my mind Send word to Wesley, have him come meet me. I'm sure he'll come pick me up. So he's like, yeah, sure. I'll send my four fastest ships. We'll try. We'll, we'll go find your boyfriend out there somewhere. Even though the whole time he's in a bit of despair being tortured. Meanwhile, Fezzik and Inigo are off doing their own thing. Fezzik is now part of the Brute Squad trying to clear the forests of thieves and bandits in getting ready for the wedding night. And Inigo is drunk pissed off that he couldn't avenge his father and lost to a sword fight. They band together to try to find the man in black so that they can get back into the castle to find the six-finger man because Fezzik knows who he is now. 
they find the man in black. They rescue him from the torture chamber. He's not dead. He's just mostly dead. So they bring him to Magic Max. Miracle Max. Miracle Max. Sorry. Billy Crystal. He performs a miracle on him. He brings him back from the dead. Mostly dead. Which means partly alive. They storm the castle using disguises. They rescue the princess. They basically defeat Humperdinck. Inigo Montoya finds the six-figure man. They fight. He ends up defeating him. Everything works out great. And... Yeah, that's that's it's, it. It's, it's, it's and the, the end. end. Yeah, everyone we'll see you tomorrow, Grandpa. Ha- happily ever after. Mm-hmm. All Done. right. So I love the movie. It's been one of my favorite movies since first I saw it. Mm-hmm. Same. And Ellen, for for whatever reason, I I, I just I mean, we're well, all entitled to our opinions. I never saw it as a kid. Okay. I saw it the first time. Uh, at with he made me watch it. Yep, Chris Forster. Yep, I just don't like it. Okay. <laughs> It's not as bad as I remember the first, like the first time, how much I hated it. I didn't hate it as much, but I still do not like it. And the fucking guy who says inconceivable, yeah. I'm yeah. so happy he dies so early because he is <laughs> the most annoying character in the entire movie. He did. Uh, he did use that word a lot. Uh, yep. Not uh, sure he knew what it meant. Five or six times. Yeah. Yeah. Too many times for being in the movie for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's endlessly quotable. Like, the, there's the, there's like the four things from the movie, and that's one of them. Yeah, knowledge. That's the other one. Yeah, everybody's got their tagline, and they use it like forty times each. Yes, yeah. um, as you wish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I watched. So you know, I rewatched it shortly after you picked it last week because, fittingly enough, Molly was sick, so she stayed home <laughs> from school it. on my two days off. And I was like, oh, you're homesick. You know what we're going to do? We're going to watch a homesick movie. We're going to watch Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. So I put it on. She fell asleep almost immediately. <laughs> nice. So I couldn't get a good review out of her. Mm, shoot. But it's the perfect sick day movie, yeah. I think. Like uh, the Bob, one thing. Bob Barker and Price is Right and Princess Bride. Yeah. Mm. And the Back to the Future trilogy. If it's like a. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it's a marathon sickness. Um <laughs> The one thing that I rewatching it because it's probably been a few years since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. The music was pretty awful. You know, I don't know if I paid attention to the music or not. So it, uh, yeah, it was kind of like just stupid trumpety. It just didn't cheap eighties movies music. Yeah, it was like a cheap cheap soundtrack. I didn't mind the song at the end. Oh, the that was uh, probably the best part of the movie. Maybe because yeah, it was over. Well, but yeah, cause Mark Knopfler. I have no idea that who song. that is. Uh, he's the lead singer of Dire Straits. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know who um, that is. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think we talked about him once. He's got a dinosaur named after him. Does he? Yeah, he does. What's the dinosaur's name? Uh, something like the scientific name ends with like Nopfleri. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, you were joking. They, and no. You were gonna make oh, some yeah. type of joke at <laughs> no. me. They were listening to uh, Dire Straits while they were digging for oh. dinosaur bones and dinosaur dinosaurs. <laughs> Here's how we make dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, I. I can imagine now if I would have been going into it, watching it for the first time, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, "God, the music sucks in this." But I didn't even notice the music. Same. The with this format now, it's like we, we kind of pick it apart. So right. Like well, if, I, that, if, yeah. I, if I have to find something to be like, Meh, mm-hmm. you know, needs needs improvement. Sure. Like it's no Alan Silvestri. I will say I do like the main guy. Carrie Ellis. Yeah, like the no. first movie I ever saw that guy in was <laughs> Saw. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's and he's a- not a great character in that. It's not a great movie. It's whatever. He saws yeah. his foot off. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Figured out. To survive and then obviously all the blood loss kills him. 
Or does it? Or does it? I think he makes a comeback. I think he does make a comeback. Probably. Actually, that's why I said, or does he? Yeah, I mean, they're up to ten now. So yeah, he he but, definitely makes a comeback. But that was no wait. The first movie I saw him in was um, no, yeah, that one. But anyway, so I didn't really like him as an actor that much. But seeing him in this, I would be like, oh, I see why people would like him. Right. Because yeah. I like him. In, I I don't know. I like him as like the he's snarky too. hero guy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and the witty banter bet- betwixt all of the characters. I mean, that's always one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I'd say you certainly have a dizzying intellect. Just yeah, well, the conversations that he has with Inigo, like oh, yeah, while that was okay. While they're doing the sword fight, before the two, like and before, that does put a damper on a yeah. relationship. Yeah, I'm only waiting around to kill you. Hmm, that does put a damper on things. <laughs> I, just, I can see a hundred percent why you two like this and yeah. how this movie shaped both of you. Right. Yeah, and the way that you speak. Yep. Mm-hmm. or respond to things yeah so there's that maybe that's why i didn't like it no uh, <laughs> the, the deadpan sarcastic deliveries yeah it. yeah i i had problems with the costumes but it seemed like a cheap movie so I, you know there's only so much you can say about that right mostly her crown well also God, again, her so, crown bothered me so much so yeah, i think part of that was i think it was supposed to because it was a dream sequence yeah doesn't matter her crown was triple the size size it needed to be yeah well you gotta I, let people know you're royal <laughs> How else are you gonna know if that she's if the, the crown's not like exactly gigantic? Yeah, yeah, she's no. Princess she needs more garbage. than like tiara. I couldn't notice. I couldn't focus on anything else during that whole sequence other than the size of her crown. The queen of muck. Yeah, and yeah. I kept trying to say like, just watch, just wait, just wait, because you you kept asking. Like, I like, did why, ask. Why is she this? Why is she that? And I was like, watch the movie. Yeah. Well. You know. And then her I crown's too big. I'm like, it's a just it's a dream sequence. It was you, all a dream. You really wanted to say, hey, just shut the fuck up. Just watch the movie. And then I did, because I had to finish it today. Oh, yeah? No. Yeah. Did you have a favorite part, least favorite part? What's going on? Uh, I just got to, like, I got to I gotta dive into the mind of somebody who doesn't like this movie, because I uh, feel like... Because it's going to be a lot of... I have a lot of things where I just love that I'm just going to gush over a lot of things. Sure, so let's, that's let's great. Hear, no, I'm that. Okay. Let's hear, let's, let's hear okay, the Okay, my favorite part was... Pro- well, my favorite part was probably when he was climbing up the rocks. Okay. Yeah. That was the only like kind of funny part I thought. Yeah. Oh, I did like the the end. The two old people that said, yes. "Have fun <laughs> storming the castle." Yeah, like, <laughs> think it'll work. Ah, it'd be a miracle. It'd take a miracle. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I hated everything else though. Yeah. Jesus. No, I did like when he was talking about the trees when they were in the forest, and she was like, "How all?" Sc- I can't remember what uh-huh. she said exactly, but she was all like kind of scared and grossed out. And he goes, "Well, I wouldn't want them in my home, but yeah. you know, yeah. but they're kind of love. They're kind yeah. of beautiful. Yeah. Like I liked we that. Could build, we could build a home here. Yeah, yeah this is fine." I was fucking terrified of the fire swamp when I was a kid. Really? Oh man! Like being an '80s kid, I'm way more afraid of quicksand than like any <laughs> human being should be because every movie had quicksand. Had quicksand in it. Yeah. So it's like, man, I need to be on the lookout for this shit at all times. I think John Mulaney has a joke about that. I've never found any quicksand. Yeah. Or rodents of unusual size. Yeah. Or, yeah I did like the, the rodents too. <laughs> and I liked as much as I didn't like her crown. I liked how kind of shitty the costumes were, but then also the rodent, it made it fit in better Oh yeah, with oh, how kind of shitty the rodent looked because yeah. it like, th- there was right. a consistent theme in the looks yeah. of the movie. So at least there was that. And I, I don't know. Like, kind of campy, kind of like yeah. s- supposed to be that way. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. What do you have for titties on this? Cause I, I, I've read like all the articles about everything about princess bride. So it's just one of those things where she's like, no, I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you. I don't want right. to bust on any of your titties and so so gross. S- s- what? 
want to bust on your titties. So same. So be, before we get into like the the rest the rest of tho- those titties. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I did two kind of like side story things just because I thought it was kind of funny. But so originally when you see you know the kid, he's sick. He's home. He's wearing a Bears jersey. He has a Cubs pennant. There's Walter snow out, There's snow outside. He has the fridge poster on his wall. Yeah. Really quickly, when we were watching the movie last night, in the beginning, when he has the Bears jersey on, I couldn't read it, and I said, does his jersey say beans? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) No, it's Bears. Duh, beans. (laughs) (laughs) Super fans. So uh, It does now. The, the fridge, also known as the refrigerator, was William Perry, played for the 85 Bears. Oh, that's a Bears. person? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's a player for the 1985 Bears, one of the best, quote-unquote, one of the best football teams of all time. I thought you were talking about a refrigerator that's on his no. wall. <laughs> no. The, the fridge. Yeah. The refrigerator. Okay. Perry gained popularity during his rookie season as a member of the 1985 Bears team. They won the franchise's first Super Bowl title in Super Bowl Twenty. During the season, Perry occasionally played fullback in goal line situations and set the then record for the heaviest player to score a touchdown at 335 pounds. Jeez. He remains the heaviest player. He remains the heaviest player to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and he has the largest Super Bowl ring size of 25. Jesus. My ring size is like six and a half. No, that's Alan's. Mine is like I like how you know Alan's ring size. (laughs) That's well, oh, for it's the a, longest, such no, a generic no, number. I guess the number well, I didn't yeah. know it was hers exact one. It was also because for the longest time she kept going six and a half went oh. before Andy proposed her. No, I think I'm like a seven or a seven and a half. So what is this? Twenty five. Twenty five. God, That's I can wear that as a bracelet. Almost four times thicker than yours. Jesus. Yeah. Also, bit- how much do you weigh? Like what one? Me? Yeah. Two. Two twenty. Two twenty five. Two two thirty. Yeah. And he was what? Uh, three thirty five. God. Yeah, he dabbled in what cage fighting too. For he did one of those like boxing MMA type things. Like he did one of those sideshow, not too long ago too. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine walking into a cage like you're going to cage fight somebody and you walk up and you see a 325 pound? Yeah. No I mean, so then we're going to go to Andre. Oh yeah, yeah, so like, yeah! Oh Jesus! Yeah, how big was he? All right, seven five. Yeah, but also he is one of the nicest kindest coolest yeah. fucking people of all time so andre the giants also known as uh andre uh rusimov it's his actual last name he's yeah. french uh oh. he was seven four five hundred and twenty pounds jesus he has some of the biggest hands in fact there's I a story of, of his hand well there's a picture of him holding a 12 ounce beer can and it's like in the palm of his hand but yeah. uh, there's a funny story where uh on a really really cold shooting days he would just cover Buttercup's head with his hand <laughs> to keep her warm. Aww. What a sweetheart. The author of the novel and the screenplay uh, wrote in his uh, nonfiction work, the book, Which Lie Did I Tell? Uh, Rus- uh, Rusimov was one of the gentlest and most generous people he ever knew. Whenever Rusimov ate with somebody in a restaurant, he would pay, but he also insist on paying when he was the guest. So no matter what, if he was out, he paid. On one occasion, Andre was at a dinner with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Wilt Chamberlain to also friends of his who are fucking massive. Right. Schwarzenegger quietly moved to the cashier to pay before Andre could, but he found himself being physically lifted and <laughs> carried from his table <laughs> and deposited on top of his car by Andre and Chamberlain. Jesus. Really quickly, I'm lo- so I'm looking up the picture of his hand holding the, the, the 12, 12 ounce, ounce beer. beer can. What size beer can do you have there? These are 12 ounces. Okay, pick it up, please. I want to just see... For scale, God, yeah, yeah, just that's meat hooks. nuts. 
So the beer. Can you imagine getting hit with that? I don't want to. No, No. you would die. So the beer can plays a part too because he is unofficially crowned the greatest drunk on earth. (laughs) Um, He did end up quitting drinking, but while he was in his prime, let's say, he'd once consumed 119 12 ounce cans of beer, which is over 41 liters or 11.16 gallons in six hours. Good. Yeah, it was was on a cross country flight. Yeah. Uh, on Letterman in 1984, he told David Letterman he drank 117 beers. When Letterman asked if he was drunk, said he couldn't remember because he passed out. <laughs> uh, there was a story where he did that, uh, where he passed out in the lobby of a hotel, and the staff couldn't move him because of his large size, so they just left him there. <laughs> I mean, Jesus yeah, what do you Christ. do? Yeah, he's what do you do? pounds, yeah. what do you do? Yeah, I guess uh, he's just part of the lobby now. <laughs> he's just a fixture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but so in 1984, before going on Letterman, he'd been sober for 14 months prior to that. Oh, okay. So this was all before shooting because this came out in 87, right? Uh, yeah, 87. Yeah, 87. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so he stopped drinking by this time. Um, and from all the wrestling and all that kind of stuff, he was in kind of rough shape too. He was uh, he had a bad back and everything for the movie. So he actually couldn't do a lot of his own stunts and lifting heavy objects. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know one of the titties to uh, like the guy that dressed up as the rodent of unusual size. Yeah, the, the production got delayed because he got arrested. Yep, <laughs> sure did for it, what? Uh, there was varying stories. Um, one that's less nice is he was uh, accused of assaulting his girlfriend. I had, I hadn't read that the one. The other oh. one was he was caught for drunk driving. Or yeah, something that's like what that. that's, yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And they had to like they had to pause recording and go <laughs> bail him. They out had of to jail. bail him out of jail. That's yeah, funny. Gotta get this fucking dude. Why wouldn't they just throw somebody else in the rat costume? Well, I suppose it's probably it made for him. I mean, I know they're too, unusually yeah. sized rodents, but you know. it's still a abnormally small human. True, yes. so, and it was probably made for him. Yeah, right. So, all right, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the other uh, other funny stories from the just movie kind of thing, and then we can do our own kind of stuff. So you mentioned that you love the part with Billy Crystal and Carol Kane, the old people at the mm-hmm, end. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite lines is like, "I'm on the Brute Squad." You are the Brute Squad. You are the Brute Squad. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the Brute Squad. <laughs> so Manny Patinkin, who played Indigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually bruised his rib while stifling laughter there in that entire scene <laughs> uh the director and carrie always couldn't be on set for that part so carrie always actually had his dummy being on the table for oh, 90 funny. of it because he was dying laughing and the director couldn't even be on set mm-hmm. the producer <laughs> the no, sorry, sorry sorry producer producer oh, okay. yeah. couldn't be on set he had to be absolute because they were dying laughing from all the ad lib that billy cluster was doing during that scene it was so yeah. funny hmm. so Inigo doing all his own stunts, all this fencing, all this fighting, all this kind of stuff. He bruised a rib from stifling laughter. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's uh, funny. Carrie was uh, broke his toe by riding Andre's ATV. Oh, well. So they yeah. had, they had fun. What, they did. Uh, Robin Wright, she burned herself in the pit of despair, a, didn't she? A little I, bit, I, yeah. She so, got burns from the oh, really? fire swamp. I mean, or they, the fire swamp, yeah. They said, they said slightly. She was the only one that didn't sustain any like actual injuries, but the thing with that is when they, it was one of the first scenes that they shot was her in the scene. One of the writers was on set that day and happened to walk by and just notice. So he actually ruined a couple takes because he kept saying, she's on fire! Because he was like, just... <laughs> put it out, put it out. Yeah, the, it's like, she's supposed to be. Yeah, did you read the script? There's a script? Yeah, um, Billy Crystal was great. That whole scene. Yeah. Rip- through, uh, oh, sorry. Go, the no. true love's the greatest thing on earth, except for maybe a nice MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato, where the yeah. mutton is sliced extra lean. 
yeah. Did his, you look up a picture? Sorry, I'm on Andre the Giant still. Yeah. <laughs> did <okay>. you <laughs> Did you see? So he has one child only, or he only ever had one child. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A daughter born in 1979. She looks, and I, and I'm not saying this in a mean way at all, but she looks because she's pretty, but she looks yeah. exactly like exactly him. Like oh him. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean. Okay. Yeah. And then strong jeans. That one. I mean, how tall is she? Well, really, we, there's another we, picture of it. Do we have stats? Okay. Um, well, let's look. Because I mean, he had he had a pituitary issue, which he actually. Yeah. Uh, and then the Big Show, who was another giant wrestler, actually had the same thing as his, but he had surgery done when he was younger to have it stopped. So he's still massive, the same as him. He doesn't have the same health problems, and he's not. And he's alive. Die earlier. Yeah. But I uh, I bumped into the Big Show at the Minneapolis airport. Yeah. I literally bumped into him. Oh God. Yeah. I was on well, my it's kind of hard to miss. Well, it was weird because I was on my way to Las Vegas. She's six foot tall. Six feet. Okay. I was on my way to Las Vegas and we got through security and I went into the bathroom. The first bathroom I could find, it was probably like seven in the morning. And I go to the bathroom and I'm walking out and this is going to be nothing to you, Ellen. This might mean nothing to you, but Eddie Guerrero was oh, also, yeah. okay, Frog Splash. He's a, he was also a professional wrestler. See, back then, I was that's the oh, prime of my yeah. wrestling watching days. Like, I watched a lot of wrestling yeah, back then. Yeah, and I grew up like Monday Nitro and Monday Night Raw. Yep. Like, I still call it WWF because I'm old school. Same. So I was walking out of the bathroom, and Eddie Guerrero was walking in. I was like, hey, well, holy shit, that's Ooh, Eddie Guerrero. Wow. Like, there must have been a show in town last night. So then I went, my mom and I went to the bar, sat in there for a little while, and I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom again. So then I go to a different bathroom and I'm walking in and the big show walks out and we bump into each other like rounding the corner and I was just like holy shit like it was like <laughs> it was like when Inigo like is crawling up his shirt when he's, <laughs> when he's all shit faced I, like, <laughs> I do I do love when the farm boy whatever the fuck his name was Wesley Wesley yeah when he runs up and he's trying to fight Andre and then he like runs into him like shoulder I think yeah. first and just like knocks and back like, oh yeah, yeah. Was that what it was like? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, and then so then I you know hurry up with my business, get back into the barn. I was like, oh my god, I just saw the big show in the other bathroom. It's wrestler in a bathroom at the Minneapolis <laughs> airport day. <laughs> and then Denise is like, who's who's that? And I was like, you'll see him in a minute when he comes walking by. Yeah. And he came walking by the bar, and everybody just stopped and was like, holy shit! And he was walking with a lady who was probably five three. So just like to scale, it was just he was just yep. a monster. Uh, so I he is have, seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah. I have ran, not literally ran into, but damn near ran into Gene Simmons at the Minnesota State Fair. Really? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah. And then uh, my dad has got to meet and sell products to Brock Lesnar. Oh, really? Because he has a cabin up in Alexandria. Yeah. He goes to the fleet farm up there all the time. Huh. So hmm. back in the day, my dad used to work at the fleet farm in Alexandria. Oh, Alex, go Cardinals. No, Good no bears. I'm just kidding. Anywho, um, sorry, anywho. sorry, I got distracted. Serious, yeah, just a lot of great scenes, great lines, a lot of memorable things. But the whole, you know, the, the fight scene after the the witty banter back and forth, and the witty banter during it. But I thought that was really cool. Just the the location, Cliffs of Insanity, the the look, the feel, yeah, the actual choreography for it was amazing. Yeah, and the script was great. Rob Reiner did a really good job. He did a very good job after the fight fight with uh wesley and uh andre he just kind of slaps he goes dream of large women yeah <laughs> so the other note that i have this was uh, not my own thought but it was a really cool take on it um somebody else had, had written this or put it in there and i thought it actually makes more sense um for the iocane powder powder so wesley hands the powder to vinzini 
and says, inhale this, but do not you know, taste Don't it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. So the theory is iocane powder is only deadly if you inhale it and not if you mix it with liquids. Oh. So he poisoned him immediately. It just takes a while for it to take effect. So he didn't actually put it in either one of the cups. Or if he did, it just dilutes it and does nothing. Hmm. And is so iocane a real thing? I, I, I doubt it. Also, but. odorless and tasteless. So the other part, too, when Humperdinck Look. comes up to it, it was like, mm, iocane. Butter. It's like, you. it smells like nothing. It tastes like nothing. I and, bet my life on it. And you know it's iocane? Fucking Humperdinck sucks. Yeah, fuck Humperdinck. What a scumbag. What are you looking at now? If I don't think it's real. No, but I did send you a picture. Okay. Of what I picked, imagine you and the big show, whatever his name was, uh, standing next to each other would be. <laughs> that, would, that would be it. <laughs> uh, it. It is a made-up poison invented for the story. However, okay. uh, also based off of different poisons, but that particular okay. is fake. Fake, okay. So there you go. Yeah, that's, so I, I like that as a theory because it's like... I like it too. It makes it, yeah. I like it because he's just biding his time. He keeps talking all this stuff. He was, he's like, just he's just tiring himself out until he dies. This but I mean, Vincini does go on his whole spiel about where Iocane's from, and it's from Australia. Blah yeah. blah blah. So, so you think he I would mean, know you'd think what you'd it know is? Then. If it was like if you'd inhale it, because yeah. he is a Sicilian. He is Sicilian. And you'd never go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. That's just a fact. Just a fact. Like, yeah. That's the second thing you should know. It's like one of the classic blunders. Yeah. Or like, don't go. Don't get land involved war in a land war in Asia. So the other thing that I wrote down is these are just random notes that I had while right. watching it. While Wesley, as directed by Roberts, is bickering with Buttercup, and she's talking about Wesley and dreamily, and oh, and his eyes. When I stared into his eyes. You can you see know. his eyes yeah, okay. and right his, his voice. Eyes. You know that's fucking him, right? Okay, my first... The the main, <laughs> like, issue I have with this whole fucking movie, now that you talk about that, is that her great love right. dies. True love. True yeah. love. That she... Whatever. Yep. She thinks he's dead. He comes all dressed in black to steal her back, rescue her, whatever. Yeah. Comes up as she's speaking to him... Not even for, fuck his eyes, but as she's speaking to him, does he? Does she not be like, huh? He sounds huh. a lot like right. my, my true, true love. love. Yep. Because if he died supposedly, right, and then came back five years later or whatever it was, and started, it was all in a mask and you know in a costume. And the second he opened his mouth, I'd be like, wait a second. Yeah, right. you sound familiar. You sound a lot like Chris. It's not even like a hiding mask, too. It's, it's just covering his eyes, and he's wearing yeah. like a, a True, bandana. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's dressed like Zorro. He is yeah, he is definitely absolutely Zorro. Dressed, yeah, he's dressed like Zorro. But I would know that was you <laughs> from the first second. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's just a movie, just so way, it's fine. And I mean, yeah, it is a movie. I, I, You just got to move past it. Right. I know. I, guess. I know. But it's that was sl- my first thing where I was like, really? Right. But then tumbling down the hill, yeah. where he's wailing and it's drowning out, as you wish. That's she goes, oh, it's yeah. clearly him. Right. What? Right. What? Yeah. I do like how she flew herself down the hill, though. Right. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Don't run after him. I'll just toss myself down and get down there as fast. Yeah, that seems totally safe and like it won't hurt <laughs> yeah. at all. Also, I mean, another grand reveal would have been if he would have just taken his mask off after Vincini dropped dead and then just... Right. Took her blindfold off like surprise. But it's see, me. The, but see, the thing is, he had to he had to get his revenge back because she was going to marry this dude. So he's obviously oh, hurt. So that's yeah. why he's so mad. Which is also made up conflict for oh, right. Because yeah. like, if she would have taken his like, if he would have taken his mask off and she would have been like, mm, "Sorry, I'm marrying somebody else," he could have just been like, 
Guess oh, I'll fuck off and die then. Is he right. rich? Right. Guy is actually kind of the prince. <laughs> right. Kind of a big deal. Right. He's a great tracker and hunter, too. He is top of his game when it comes to that. No. And he was going to murder her, right? Like, he yeah. was going to strangle her yeah. on, their, on their wedding on their honeymoon, night? Honeymoon, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I... Okay. And then blame Gilder. Mm-hmm. So he wanted the war with Gilder So anyways. he was... Yeah, he mm-hmm. initially... So it, it's revealed later in the movie that he hired Vincini to do that mm-hmm. he's like well this works too i'll just do it myself on blah 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 yeah no i don't have to pay anybody perfect yay me and then there's count ruger the six-fingered six man six-fingered man which i looked this up and i didn't notice this the numerous 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 times i've watched this movie and now i'm blanking on his name again too christopher uh, guest yeah that's fucking christopher guest yeah didn't notice I, that ever. I have no idea who that is. Well, I remember. Have you? Well, I, I, I hate when I ask you if you've ever seen something, but there's a movie. He's he directs a lot of the movies, but like no. Best in Show, Waiting for I Guffman. Mentioned he all mentioned those that ones. to me. Yeah, and yeah, because I, I I made her watch Best in Show before too. Yeah. No, it wasn't you. It was no? Tyler and Rachel. They were oh, like, "Oh my god, you've ever seen this movie? It's so funny." Oh. Blah blah blah. And then I watched it. I'm like, "This movie sucks." Yes, mm. but that was because I actually liked the movie when they mentioned it. Right. But either way. I've seen most of them. I have never seen Waiting for Guffman, but I've seen Best in Show and The Mighty Wind, and this is Spinal Tap. Yeah. So, those, so like that, I was like, holy shit, that's him? That's the same guy? Yeah, it's, it's mine. Well, the first time I watched Waiting for Guffman, I was watching that with my dad. Hi, dad. And he was just like, you know who that is? I'm like, who, Corky? And he's like, yeah. I was like, no, who is it? He's like, that's the six-fingered man, and just my mind exploded yeah like, like no way no. that guy <laughs> that N- guy died nigel tufnell is not the six-figured man what the fuck are you talking about yeah what yeah i was like corky no i'm gonna bite my pillow is what i'm gonna do oh he was in freaky friday he's in a lot yeah, i he's mean in a lot of things. he's in a lot <laughs> no, of stuff i'm just looking at his yeah. movies and i'm well, like never seen I mean, never seen never seen that you don't like because you're big on Catherine o'hara and eugene levy and Right, I am. Yeah, no. yeah. Don't like that movie. All of well, maybe you should try some of the other. I'm not going to make you unless I pick one. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Oh, God damn it. I was like, that's that. That's where I was torn oh, on this shit. one. I thought you might have gone that direction, but I wasn't positive. So, well, we can talk about that in a few minutes. If you <laughs> like, damn it. What, got any other titties? Uh, so I haven't even gotten to some titties yet. Okay. Uh, oh, I just just things that I found to the movie. So I'm kind of going in order. So the last one was talking about Dread Pirate Roberts and all the others. The one that turns Wesley, the Dread Pirate before that's like, oh yeah, my name's Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I just like yeah. that, yeah. What? And the guy before him's name was... Cumberbund. Cumberbund. Yeah. Real Pepper Arts retired 15 years ago. He's living in Patagonia. Yeah. Like, fuck He's yeah. living happily. Good for him. I just uh, imagine the person writing this being like, asking his like wife or friend, like, what's the most like, un threatening name yeah. or, or dreadful no, if you non, will non-fantasy dreadful non-fan- name. yeah that you could possibly think of and they're like ryan yeah, yeah. And that's what so he names like, the guy paul would be another one i would have gone uh, for i am not the dread pirate roberts my real name is kyle perfect he's a monster energy quickly <laughs> yeah. punch this drywall real quick do you need some energy let's go skydiving <laughs> punch uh, a wall the the next and we'll just do the last one because I I just I laughed out loud to myself when I thought of this but <laughs> the 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 torture machine where it sucks the life out of you it's yeah. literally just called the machine the machine so when the albino goes like oh nobody can stand the machine and I'm just picturing Bird Crusher kicking down the stairs and <laughs> with his shirt off going 
Is that a wrestler? No, he's a comedian. Bert Kreischer's the comedian. That Doesn't wear the, a shirt. Oh, the, that guy. The machine. Oh, is that what is? That's what he named himself. Available on it's Netflix. A, it's, it's a, a, it's a whole, whole Russian story. story. That's how yeah. he got big in the first place. Oh, yeah, okay. it's him telling a true story about they, how he took a trip to Russia. They turned it into a movie. Yeah, oh, it's a movie now. Mm-hmm. Available on Netflix. It's like number four. You're welcome, Netflix. I'm curious about assholes. it only because of uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I'm that's going it. to watch it, but that's yeah. Probably, I don't know. Since I started my new Netflix account. Netflix only thinks I want to watch dubbed over foreign movies. I don't know why. Because hmm. I was like, of these titles, what do you like? And I was like, well, I like Stranger Things. I like Breaking Bad and something else. And then yeah. it's like, you know what you'd really like? <laughs> this foreign film. <laughs> yeah. This foreign film where it's so dubbed over and it's so terrible. Like, and the audio delay sucks so bad that you'll punch your face after five seconds of watching it. Like, up, oh, yep, yeah, you guys got the list down perfectly then. Well, our Netflix is all... Here's my $28 a month. Terrible action movies. On Netflix? Yeah. Oh. Well. It's all movies that I don't like is what isn't I recommended because somebody <laughs> watches movies. So I, well. I haven't used Netflix in it's been a while. But a while. Yeah. Because, because it I, keeps glitching. Anyway, yeah. that's a different story. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. I'm about ready to cancel until Stranger Things comes back yeah. in 2025. Uh, that's yeah. like a year and a half away. I know. Sons of bitches. Wild. And it might get pushed further. Right. Well, writer's strike is over. Yeah, writer's mm. strike is over. We'll get back. Hopefully. It probably won't be up to par. Or They've s- resumed, but yeah. supposedly, right now their quote is 2025 and then said, but possibly later than that. Right. Yeah. I think I will cancel Netflix till they come back. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's nothing good on there. Anyway. So, let's just kind of, I already did some of the titties, but uh, one of the ones, so Manny Patinkin is one of my favorite actors in this movie and the whole story the whole revenge plot which i think is lovely in this one because it's a revenge plot where you don't get the like oh revenge isn't good you're gonna feel worse after the fact you're gonna be just no man he left left doing revenge and he felt (laughs) fucking great afterwards he he was fulfilled he goes man i don't know what i'm gonna do now this is awesome yeah i just took a blade (laughs) a six inch blade to the tummy tum but i'm gonna jump off this ledge real quick and land on a fucking horse uh Ouch. So, so the, yeah. the 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 actor Manny Patinkin um, actually lost his father to cancer shortly, well, not shortly, but I think like during filming. Well, so let's or, say it's his, in this one it says his dad died in seventy two, oh. so like it was almost a decade before. But oh, okay. the other quotes I saw are things that said that he yeah. was like right before filming started. So I'm not exactly sure which one's which. To reach out and tell me which one is right, but so basically the whole fighting scene, he's picturing he's fighting for his dad again you know he's fighting yeah. against oh. cancer he's you know he's at the whole father thing like okay. it's really near and dear to his heart so that that really comes out a lot you can see it in his eyes too like i mean that that whole scene like i'm pretty sure this is the first time i've watched this since i've read that yeah that titty got a little choked up man the, the, i want my father back uh-huh. you son of a bitch yeah, tell me tell me you'll yeah. give me everything tell me you'll Anything give me this you tell, me you'll get it. Tell, yeah. me, tell me that i don't want that i want my fucking father back yeah son of a bitch yeah so that was he Amazing. never says that. So powerful. Yeah, it's uh, Mandy Patinkin is great. He's, He's great in this movie. He's also good in Chicago Hope. I don't know if you ever saw that show. I never saw the show. Sounds familiar, no. but I no. don't know. He was know. in it for like six seasons. Played a guy named Doctor Geiger. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sorry. Look at that. Nothing worth mentioning. Yeah. Nothing. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. He was named every week in that show. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna do two last titties. One of which is gonna kind of. I don't say rectify, but Ellen's going to like this one a little bit more. She, she questioned this one originally. Okay. So Buttercup is continually referred to throughout the film and in the films itself as the princess, mm-hmm. even though she is not yet married to Humperdinck. 
However, the grandfather states that Buttercup was born on a small farm, and Humperdinck starts in his speech to the people that he she was once a commoner. The reason for this discrepancy, where she's not a princess, is in the novel, the La La Land did indeed allow Humperdinck to choose his own bride, but that bride had to be a princess. Okay. So in the book, Humperdinck overcame this obstacle by making Buttercup a princess of a non-existent country. Oh. oh. So he called her a princess of okay. whatever country over here. So she was technically a princess in the book. Okay. Oh, but well, in the movie, she's not really a princess. That's true. I wish they would have just... That, that could have been a line of dialogue. That's yeah, just like that a throwaway was, line. Like, oh, right. by the way, this is why I did this. Because I think he mentions like the the law of the land said he could choose his own bride. Choose my own yeah, bride, they do yeah. say that. Yeah, but they... Mm, God darn it. So she's not a princess. Nope. She's just a... She's a commoner. She's just a I commoner. I told you I saw her making dinner, and I'm like, no princess is making her own fucking dinner. No way. So, yeah. So, there you go. You were right. She was not a princess. Thank so, you. No. Yep. Good job. Um, Thanks. And then I had mentioned the uh, the fight scene earlier. is one of my favorite scenes. Not only the acting, the choreography, all this kind of stuff, but it was really cool. So, Which fight? The Between Inigo and Wesley? Yes. Yeah. So, the... the banter back and forth they, they actually so good they used actual terms that they the defenses would back and forth so i almost paused it and put it on the uh, subtitles just because just i never read. know what the fuck he's saying oh yeah because they're talking about all the defense styles and i know what they're doing but he talks so fast they yeah they yeah. both talk very fast in that one but so in order to create the greatest sword fight in modern times <laughs> carrie always this, this is just all quotes so i i still say that but okay Go on. Uh, Carrie Elwes and Mandy Patinkin trained for months with Peter Diamond and Bob Anderson, who between them had been in the Olympics, worked on James Bond, The Lord of the Rings, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Star Wars movies. Hmm. Uh, they coached Errol Flynn and Burt Lancaster. Um, every spare moment on set was spent practicing. Eventually, when showed uh, Rob Reiner the sword fight for the movie, he was underwhelmed and requested that it be at least three minutes long, rather than the current one minute. So they added steps in the sets, watched more sword fighting, swashbuckling movies for inspiration, re-choreographed the scene, and ended up with three minutes and ten seconds of a fight scene, which is the better part of a week to film. Hmm. Well, they did a great job, because it's one of the job. most memorable scenes ever. Right. Yeah. Now, are we talking about... Which fight scene are we talking about? Wesley and then what, yeah. the toilet, like up the, on the cliff. Yeah, sword, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's one of the greatest... Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ellen, yes. <laughs> A thousand times yes. I, yeah. I thought it was kind of boring. Oh. The fact that they're both pretending to be left-handed. Mm. So somewhere along the line, he, when Wesley's like clunging, clunging, clinging <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the top and almost getting knocked down. Yeah. He's thinking in his head, I'm going to fight this asshole left-handed when I get up there. Actually. Actually. Heck, um, actually. So they were both faking it, yeah. but Inigo just said that before the fight. He goes, I'm going to yeah. do it with the left hand. Yeah. So Wesley actually keeps his sword on the opposite side to perfect the illusion. So he's actually doing this intentionally for a while. Okay. So he actually keeps the sword on the wrong side to do it to almost anybody he meets oh. to create the effect. So he wears it on his right side, so he grabs it with his left hand every time, whereas Inigo has it on his right. Ah, oh, so he knew. He's like, this guy's goofing. He's trying to trick me. I thought it he was must be a a gleeper. I don't know. A when gleeper. All the, the fuck is a gleeper? I don't know, but I feel like one of the parts where during that fight, he's like, unless he's a gleeper. Oh, and I, I was like, uh, what's a gleeper? I don't know. Must be a sword term. <laughs> must I, be a sword. <laughs> on on one of my uh, things, I had some of the terms they used, but I don't have it up here right away. Okay. But. Well, that's all right. So those are the 
most of the teas I had and the whole back and forth thing. Just background stuff, which I have really liked. Again, I love this movie. Yeah, Samzies. They just seem like they had a lot of fun doing it. They had a lot of in-depth and good stories. And I think it's a cute movie, but like I don't ever want to watch it again. That's okay. That's like, if I had kids, I would let them watch this movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I would That's 100% I, just be like, like when here Chris you go. picked it, I was like, eee, I get to watch one with Molly, and then she <laughs> fell asleep. And it was like the perfect setup, too. Yeah, Like, right. she's sick. Right. She's snuggled up on me, and yep. I was like, guess what? We're gonna watch... We're gonna, We're gonna a watch movie. a movie, and then she's like, oh, and she's like, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna fall asleep for three hours. <laughs> oh, that works too. Yeah, yeah. I I would be like, here, go watch this movie with your dad, and then I would go do something <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a put a kids in the basement and do something for ninety six minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of movie. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, should we do some segments? We could do yes. some segments. Are we to that point? Yeah, let's do some seggies. Okay, let me get to my notes. Uh, we should probably do Fuck, Mary Kill first, because like, <laughs> I almost recast the entire goddamn film. So. Okay, yeah, let's do FMK first. Right. FMK. Okay. FMK first. Okay, Chris, it's your pick. You go first. Fucking Buttercup, Robin Wright. Okay. Uh, I'm marrying Inigo, Manny. Patinkin. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to kill the albino, the torturer dude. Okay. okay. Just because I don't think he actually dies in the movie at all, whereas the other two probably do. I know Six Finger Man does. They don't kill Humperdinck, or they don't say he dies, even though they they want to live him out in right. torture. Plus, it's better to have him live out his life in. Well, whatever. he does. I mean, he runs away. Right. He drops so, down. like, there's that. But so, I would kill the albino because. Yeah, yeah I think. But well, he, the thing is, is when Fezzik jogs his memory, I like they do a line where you, I don't know if he killed him by doing that. Right. Maybe I jogged it too hard, or like what? Anyway, but yeah, okay. Do you want to go? You want me to go? You go. All right. I'm fucking Fred Savage's mom. <laughs> okay oh, okay yeah so no. i can marry buttercup okay okay and get that regularly yep and then uh, i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well wait you do it oh wait no yeah it doesn't see while she's attractive she just seems kind of boring in the fucking movie i don't care about oh, I her thought she was incredibly boring yeah, and i can't believe jealous. that she had like yeah, a guy she's coming after her right so i was just like eh. yeah anyway yeah i mean at least she's not a mon- money hungry bitch like she is in forrest gump there's that Oh, she's in Forrest Gump. She's, yeah. I thought she looked familiar, oh, but I didn't. Guy. Oh, you're rich? Well, never mind. I do love you, Forrest. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jenny. I am not a smart man, but I know what love is. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> Forrest, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> is, is is he smart or, or is, or is he, he like, li- <laughs> like me? I saw the meme of that. Like, me, every time I get... Somebody tells me somebody new is starting at work. Is he, is he smart or is he like me? Uh, and I'm killing Prince Humperdinck. Okay, yeah, again, because yeah. yeah, he's got to go. He's absolutely the worst character. Probably one of my least favorite characters in any movie of all time. So, okay, yeah. The he's, fact that he doesn't die just drives me insane. But that would start a war because he is the prince, soon to be king. Well, again, sure. I was hoping they were gonna like disfigure him, like they joked about doing. Like he was, he was bluffing, but like. Disfigure him a little bit. Yeah, give him a little slice down the cheek. Um, so I'm effing Buttercup too. Okay. Only because then I can marry Wesley. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Because he was the only attractive man in the entire movie. Okay. Fair. Although I could have married Andre. Yeah. He's tall. You like tall he guys. He's tall. Hmm. <laughs> mm. All right. I'm I'm rescheduling. I'm Mulligan. Do She's over. She's re- rebooting do, the FMK. Do over. Do over. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna f wesley okay we're gonna marry andre the giant okay i don't even know his name it was he start with Fezzik. an f yeah Fezzik. and then i initially had kill 
Vizzini, even yeah. though I know he dies because yeah. he was so annoying. <laughs> but I'm going to kill Buttercup because she was boring. There you go. Done. Okay. So, yeah, there. And I'm much more happy with my you, FMK now. Yeah, you rebooted your FMK. Rebooted the FMK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reboot goof of the FMK. I've done that like three times as we talked during the movie. Like, actually. All right. All right. Who wants to so reboot it first? I would love to. Oh, okay, okay yeah. go ahead. Your Again, movie. It's my movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Okay, so for Wesley, mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris. Gross. I think that'd be a good one. Oh, right. I don't like Neil Patrick Harris. Really? Okay. He. Go on. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, Buttercup, John, you'll like this. Uh, Charlize Theron. Ooh, that is. Oh, a, that'll add some interesting. That's a tremendous spice to her buttercup. Character. Yeah. A tremendous Buttercup. That's a really good Buttercup. I guess Neil Patrick Harris is a good actor, so he is right. great in a million ways to die in the West, starring Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inigo, Pedro Pascal. I okay. thought that was kind of obvious. Fezzik, uh, Dave Bautista. Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't reboot him because I didn't think of anybody. That size. Yeah. He's not quite that size, but like I no, think but he's, he's, he's a big, big and he's a big dude. Yeah. Especially put next to Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. or yeah. anybody else really. Uh Bizzini, uh Nick Kroll. Oh, oh god, that is so fucking good. Yeah, it, I it so. is. He has the same face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same like oh. doughy yeah, yeah, and just like oh. smarmy and hateful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm not changing my pick, but yours no. is way better than mine. So oh, I like mine better, but that is a good oh, one. That is that's the best Vincini. I went back and forth on this one, and I stuck with this one, even though I wanted to bring back some other characters. So I, for Humperdinck, I did a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Oh sure, yeah. I wanted to bring back Carrie Elwes and yeah, make yeah. him Humperdinck. <gasps> oh, that'd be good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I am gonna bring back uh, Fred Savage as like the grandpa reading oh, to his daughter no. the story. <laughs> nice. So I think that'd be kind of cool. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Okay. You done? I am done. Okay. So for my reboot, goofing genuine ostrich. Mm-hmm. For Wesley, I did Tom Holland. Okay. Huh. And then for Buttercup, I did Zendaya. Yeah. Sure. She would be Makes great. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They're yeah. together. It would be good on on screen chemistry. True. Uh, and then for Inigo, I did Oscar Isaac. Yep. Interesting. So that uh, was the other choice I probably would have mm-hmm. gone for. But the one this was my pick too, and then Buffalo Fingers at work validated it for me. Like we talked about why it would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Fezzik, I did Shaq. I actually almost did Shaq oh, too. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. yeah. Only because I've seen a lot more of his stuff from DJ Diesel because he yeah. actually is a DJ. And yeah. He's actually really funny and good at being a DJ. Yeah. And Plus he's, he's been gigantic. in movies. And he's gigantic. He's gigantic. So like, and the thought of him fighting Tom Holland. <laughs> I mean, and Tom Holland can do all the acrobatics and all that True. shit too. He's got so, the stamina. Yeah. He's yeah. got the stamina. I th- like, uh, so then for Vicini, I did Seth Green. Oh, Yeah. He's oh, getting, yeah. He doesn't look it, but he's getting old, man. I know. Yeah. I, well, know I know. I know. He is. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, what, 41? No, he's pushing <laughs> I'm 50. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, for Prince Humperdinck, I did a Timothy Shad on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's perfect. <laughs> Timothy Mouse. Yeah. Uh, rat face. Rat, yes. rat kid, Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be perfect. For Miracle Max, I did Kevin Hart. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. And then for the albino, I did Andy Circus. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yep. yep. Also, really quickly, shit, who did you put for? Kevin Hart nope. or R- Timothy Chalamet? That one. Okay. Yeah. Did you see, real, sidestep really quickly. Yeah. Did you see that he's apparently dating Kylie Jenner? And then huh. everybody's making fun because there's a picture of them side by side and everyone's talking about how she's the mom because yep. she looks so old from all her filler. Yeah. yeah. And he's like the 17-year-old boy that like 
got out of school early. I've seen the memes for that yeah. one. Yeah, it's pretty great. I, yeah. I, I, I did not know that. Like, oh. Again, I've got a seven-year-old, so if you ask me any trivia about Bluey. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got, sorry. Uh, yeah. sorry, go on. But yeah, Albino as Andy Circus too, because like his Schmeagle voice. Like, yeah. Yep. That the, bit of despair. Yeah, that and would then, be and perfect. And then he coughs and goes back <laughs> to be like normal. Don't even think about trying <laughs> to yeah. escape. I like Andy Circus. I he's, hope he's, he's not amazing. like a terrible person. I hope so, too. Because I like him as an actor. Yeah. And he has Gollum, which is the only reason to watch Lord of the Rings. Yep, agreed. I say as I put on. The yeah, ex- he put on the, <laughs> the extended, extended cut oh, of gross. the Fellowship yesterday. As uh, I was napping, and I woke up and was like, or I was already coming, up, but I was like, how much is left on this? And he was an hour in. So oh, four like, hours left. He's like, oh, only two hours and forty-seven minutes left. And I was yeah. like, back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah three hours. <laughs> See you later. 40, yeah. Three hours and forty-seven minutes for one movie. God, yeah, God, gross. No All right, yeah. what do you got? Okay, so for the grandfather. Yes. Yes. It's gonna be grandmother, and it's gonna be Maggie Smith. Okay. Yes. Because I love her, yeah, and well, I think she would be doesn't? a great narrator for like the little parts she that she does. Would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Princess Buttercup, I have Emma Watson. Okay. Yep. And then for f- gee, I wonder where yeah. you're getting these from. Uh, yeah, for my, Harry, for my Harry Potter. Mom, I was gonna do the whole thing as Harry Potter, and then I couldn't do it because <laughs> for Farm Boy, guess who I have? Who? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh. oh yeah. I said I was going to do Harry Potter yeah. and then I... Gotcha. Gotcha. Wesley is Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, for Vizzini, is, am I saying that yeah. right? Yeah. Jack Black. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. Nick Kroll's still way better. Oh, but he, yeah. Nick Kroll fits the original yes. style better where you want him to, to die. die. immediately. Yeah, but Jack Black would be fun. No more rhymes now. I mean it. That's Nick Kroll. <laughs> that's, Nick, that's what he sounds like. Yeah. For... Montoya, I have Pedro Pascal. Yep, good one. And for Prince Humperdinck, I have Oscar Isaac. Oh, yeah, nice. Oscar Isaac's yeah. getting in this sea sucker yep. one way or the other. And then for the six finger dude, I have Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, because yeah. he's a good like that'd evil be, dude. Yeah, that'd be really he? good. He is in the Hannibal TV show. Try again. Casino Royale, James Bond. He's the mm. bad guy. He's oh, also right. in um, the the one of the Marvel movies. He plays the bad guy. It, uh, what's the guy? Doctor Strange? Is he in Doctor Strange or the one yes. of the reboots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. He's uh, the bad picture. guy. Isn't the bad guy in Doctor Strange a big cloud? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of uh, the thing he works for, like the oh. this dude. time dude. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So him with six fingers. Yeah. I think that's that would a good be good. Yeah. yeah. So I was really happy with my, like, I would watch this movie with yeah. my cast. Do you got any yeah. reviews? Um, no. No, okay. I don't. That's fine. <laughs> it's, 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 it's at 98% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I yeah, I saw it and I was like, I mean, really? I, I, this is a five star. Yeah, here's Maybe the thing. Maybe 4.9 because of the music. Here's the thing. You two love it, which is great. Everybody loves this movie. Yeah. Great. I don't like it. It's fine. That's fine. Whatever. I give it like two stars. Okay. Maybe two and a half. Five. Well, and because uh, you, you find funny parts in it. Also, so. I, when I married neighbor Ellen yeah. and her husband Andy, uh, I, I held the book. The marriage. Because the whole joke throughout the whole wedding yeah. was marriage. And so we all said marriage. And I held the. Yeah, like the prince le- a leather bound, bound princess bride book for them and then that was one of their gifts so or their gift besides me marrying them i know i think <laughs> i helped you find that on online i think at work. no i think i found it was like <laughs> look at this yeah. and you were like get it add to cart le- yeah le- last kind of titty is oh, ending this one so okay. it was uh so the the clergyman's actual credited name was impressive clergyman yeah <laughs> impressive clergyman. It, it was it was peter cook uh okay. so i said impressive impressive He's an impressive clergyman. that dude died when he was like my age peter cook yeah, yeah. really uh, yeah because oh. i was like how I, well because i was like 
thinking, well, we should talk about this when you guys guess what movie you think I'm going to pick. Okay. Because I, I looked at everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm picking not what I necessarily think you'll pick, but something that I would probably pick. But you might pick because you could watch it with Molly. Okay. But I am 90% sure I'm incorrect on my pick. You might not be. I don't know. I do plan on watching my pick with Molly. So I'm picking... I'm guessing that you're picking Chris Sarandon, which I can't remember who he plays. Humperdinck. So, oh, okay. No. So no. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. He does the voice of Jack Skellington, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Okay. Chris, and you? you could. it's Halloween. You can watch it. That's true. Uh, um, so I was originally going to go with one of the uh, other movies Christopher Guest was in. Yeah. Um, I was really going to go that route. And then I went to Rob Reiner. Yeah. So I went for The Jerk with Steve Martin. I was so close. Damn. I was so close. I mean, I... Did uh, you go for Reiner? One of the Reiners? I, I read so much about Rob Reiner while I was... Because <laughs> I, like, I wanted to do The Jerk. Yeah. And I know it's available to watch on Netflix, so everybody can watch it. Mm. But I, I'm not doing The Jerk. I'm doing my pick as a bet to myself that I'll be able to pick Ellen's pick next week. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm taking Carrie Elways. Okay. And we're going to be watching Liar Liar. Oh, on Netflix. oh I love that movie. Hell yeah. That's yeah. a good movie. That is a good movie. I yep. forgot about him in that. Yeah. The Claw. He plays, gonna he plays the stepdad. He does. Jerry. Yeah. That was actually probably the first movie I saw him in. Now <laughs> hey there, sport. How about a high five? And you know what? He's just trying to be a good he's stepdad. Just, yeah, he's just like, there, man. You can't even really be mad at him, even though he was no. very much like, mm, <laughs> Ooh, no, don't, cringe- cringeworthy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I, and it's available to watch on Netflix, so anybody cool. can watch it as long as they're not password sharing. Yeah. Um, if you're doing that, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. get your fucking checkbook out, because... Yeah, God such a fucking it. joke. But anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Max, you should you yeah. should sponsor us. We love you. Yeah, Max, you can watch Beetlejuice, which you're going to hear that episode uh, following Liar Liar. Yep. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, stay tuned this Friday for our review of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. The OG. The OG. If you have an idea for a movie or if you just want to drop in and say hello, you can email us at yarealgood at gmail.com. You can message us on Instagram. We are on Facebook as well, and that's about the extent of what we do. <laughs> uh, we have merch available on redbubble.com. If you search for Y'all Real Good Pod, you can get some swag and support the cause. Buy us some batteries. Buy, buy some, batteries. some batteries. Because that's about all we can buy with our commission from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> Which shit. is enough. Which is mostly oh, for so. me and Top Fan Kate. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey. But hey, it's there. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. That's Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. You have a week. You can watch Liar Liar mm-hmm. on Netflix. And with that, I'm John. I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we will talk to you guys Friday. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bye. Real yeah, good. Real good now. Bye.